All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. Today is just not a great day. It is Friday, but I get to talk to my favorite Bulgarian. We have Irina Slav. My name is Stu Turley, President and CEO of the Sandstone Group. And Irina is an international star. Uh, she's a uh, contributing author in the oil price. Uh, I'm her like biggest fan out here, and if not a cheerleader. So, Irina Slav, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Stu. You and I have been uh, talking for quite a while now, and uh, I just have enjoyed getting to not only be one of your biggest cheerleaders, uh, but you are a hoot. I mean, absolutely love your sense of humor when you're writing on your Substack. And I believe it's Irina Slav at Substack.com. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's pretty sad that I know your Substack address better than you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can't remember everything. You know, something will fall through the cracks, including my Substack address. But you're, I highly recommend people go out and subscribe to your Substack because uh, your humor, you put out some just funny stuff and your sense of humor. I loved your one. Let me go see if I can find it here. The one that I really, batshit crazy. Okay. You, you know, you go through this sense of humor and then you put out on Twitter this morning, the other one where if pigs could fly, I mean, they're going to burn them in the engine. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, Those are not my words. It was something about animal fats and uh, sustainable aviation fuels uh, and how this would actually lead to more uh, palm oil production, which will be devastating for the environment. I don't get uh, it. So how basically we're trying, so some people are trying to save the planet by destroying the planet. I find this idea really charming, don't you think? Um, charming is a word that yeah. I don't know that I would use. <laughs> I know. You know, what's the guy's name? Schwab in, in charge of the World Economic Forum? It sounds like something he would do. Maybe he's supposed to, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I mean, it seems like the attack on the Dutch farmers on the farmers in the U.S., uh, we look at all these attacks and they're saying that they're doing it in the benefit of the environment, like you say, and it's really stupid. How do we, you know, I, what's going on with their thought process on this? What are you saying? I really have no idea. I have been wondering about this for months and I, I, I don't know. I mean, one explanation is that their, their mental faculties have been affected by indoctrination, that they're incapable of uh, <laughs> uh, thinking rationally because they are so, um, you know, so involved in this emissions narrative and they cannot see clearly anything besides it. I, I mean, this, uh, this drama it is dramatic with the Dutch farmers. Uh, they're, they're actually fighting the government, the previous government, was fighting nitrogen emissions. Wow. What are you doing? I mean, the soil needs nitrogen. I've taken up gardening, you know that. And just the other day, I went and bought uh, five kilos of nitrogen fertilizer because my tomatoes need it. Right. You know, my peach tree needs it. My other plants need it because they're growing. And in, in the period of intensive growth, they need 
additional nitrogen and my soil doesn't have enough nitrogen in it. I don't care about emissions. I don't even know what nitrogen emissions are. I mean, how how does it, I don't know, does the soil generate it somehow? I'm ignorant about it. But, uh, you know, they're just focusing on one tiny little thing and they don't care about the consequences that dealing with this one thing, nitrogen emissions. You know, uh, you know, we'll have on things like food security. Sorry. Yeah, it goes. Uh, food security goes right along with energy security. Yeah. And uh, you know, nit- nitrogen and or uh, nit- nitrates for the soil are uh, essential for growing, just like you said. And they're the fertilizers made from natural gas. You got to have natural gas in order to do it. And I think they're going after it. I mean, if they're going to ban stoves and a hot water heater, I mean, I mean, we're talking some rocket sciences around here. We ought to be going to the moon with as many rocket scientists as we say, you know, if somebody's (laughs) supposed to be really smart, they're a rocket scientist. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, uh, did you hear about the 30 tons of ammonia nitrate that went missing in the United States? No, I didn't. How did this happen? Uh, well, I, if I knew, I'd be probably in jail right now. Um, but it happened on a train coming out of one of the, uh, like Idaho or something, where they manufactured it. I can't remember where it came out of. And it was on uh, the news yesterday. And it was on a smaller news station last week. It actually happened last week. But the 30 tons of ammonia nitrate. If you remember the Oklahoma City bombing uh, years and years ago, it, yeah. there's 18 times more nitrate, so uh, ammonium, ammonium nitrate that is in this uh, train load. 18, you could have 18 Oklahoma City bombings. How did it disappear? Um, well, you combine that with the other story that came out three weeks ago that the U.S. has uh, 400 to 500,000 miles of the grid under attack. I mean, this is all in the news. I didn't sit here and make it up. And I'm, I'm like, you put those two together. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> what wow. a bunch of, Yeah. You just, like to live interesting lives in the U.S., don't you? I like just living in the woods. Me, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think I can understand this better now. Yeah, I I just want to be left alone. I, I don't want to have anything to do with that. But all that being said, uh, having pigs fly, we need to rename that article when pigs fly, because you've always heard that phrase, you know, mm. it's yeah. going to happen when pigs fly. Well, they're going to be flying. And I think the article, Irina said, it takes 8,000 pigs to make one trip from Paris to some. Oh, I, I I don't know, but it was a lot. But let's be fair, just part of the pigs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just the fat. Just the fat. I, I was sitting there. How do you pour a pig into a you know in the in the oil field and pipelines? Pigs are actually what we call what you put in the pipe, and you're putting a pig in the pipe, and then you put pressure behind it. And it cleans out the pipeline. We had to do that. And you're you're putting a pig in the pipe. Well, now that we're putting a pig in the airplane. Yeah. I don't know. Pig farming is not going anywhere yet. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, unless, like the, unless the EU get a hold of it. What's going on with the EU leadership? 
I mean, they're just as bad as our leadership. Good. Oh, they're worse. Come on. You can't be best at, at everything, Stu. Let oh. us have something like the stupid uh, politicians. Oh Nothing good God. is happening. Nothing good. I mean, Ursula von der Leyen is talking about degrowth. European member members of parliament were applauding her. It's going in the usual way. No, um, no sign of any lucidity returning, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. If if she is if Ursula, you know, I I hope I can call her Ursula because I don't know her, but you know, you know, if we talk like we know her, I guess that'll make a difference. Yeah. But I, I don't know if, if she is that rocket science, uh, uh, you know, kind of fun. Do you think she's actually trying to disband the EU? I mean, if you're got that stupid of a policy going on, it would. No, 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 I don't think so. I don't think it's a it's an effort to to destroy the EU. I think they're trying to centralize power in in the hands of the commission, which she leads. Uh, Yeah. and, And they are on the brink of overplaying their hand with this whole transition push. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and everything for Ukraine, nothing for anyone else in the European Union. I, I think that they're really, really stretching themselves, and sooner or later things will snap, I'm oh, afraid. Wow. Well, I'm not afraid. I hope they snap because uh, this this is effectively a push for centralization, for the centralization of power over the whole European Union. I don't know if you remember a while ago, uh, there was a proposal that uh, on matters of foreign policy, they wanted to, to drop the, uh, you know, the 100% agreement by all members. They wanted to replace it with qualified majority or something like that. So oh, they can yeah. do whatever they want without everyone in the EU agreeing. And that's not nice. That's a centralization of power over decisions that will affect everyone. So if these decisions will affect every member, then every member should have a say. Um, uh, it doesn't work with qualified majority. This is not your average national parliament, you know. This no. is an international bloc. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping they continue pushing in this direction so they really do overplay their hand and people have enough. I don't know what will happen. Uh, I don't know if the European Union will break down or just, you know, wobble a bit and stay together but under different terms yeah but something will need to change because the direction things are going now are, are not good for for people like us the, the normal people the regular people people who have no say uh in the decisions being made by the european commission we didn't elect the european commissioners we only elect members of european parliament in bulgaria in every member country oh okay um wow uh now did you see that joe biden fell yesterday at the united states uh graduation yeah he fell yeah so the 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 poor man does not need to be president of the united states no 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 he needs to be in a nursing home yeah uh, the poor man bounces. So is Ursula a few years away from that? But I think they're on the same mental leadership capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe she'll end up in prison before she can do too much damage. You know, she's being investigated about a deal with Pfizer uh, about COVID vaccines. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some European authority launched an investigation into her deal. It's a deal she she actually closed with Pfizer and uh, she had a really active communication exchange with the CEO of Pfizer in the days or weeks leading up to this deal. She's crooked in in uh, a word. She's crooked. And uh, I don't think this investigation will lead to anything because it would be a massive scandal. I mean, imagine. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they bought like 10 times what the European Union needs and now nobody's vaccinating anymore. And and Pfizer are insisting that they get the payment for these vaccines that the European Union ordered under Ursula von der Leyen's leadership. So it's it's really stinky business. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She's been busy. She's been really busy. Wow. Yeah. I you know, and you sit back and you think about big pharma, uh, the big pharmaceuticals in the US, they there's a lot of scary money that went back and forth between mm. um Fauci, our our goofball, excuse me, our supposed you know, the seat head Your top of, expert, top top health expert. Yeah. Yeah, he's about this tall to me. Um, so am I. So what? Well, no, I, I think it has nothing to do with it, but it's kind yes, of fun. Yes, it does. Yeah, you know, it's kind of fun. But uh, Chris is taller than you, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Well, see, there you go. Now, you know, you're you picking on, on your husband. I mean, well, um, that's funny. But now when you sit back and take a look at the Big Pharma, anybody that goes up against Big Pharma gets taken out. So uh, I hope those legislators or those investigators that are bringing her up kind of have a good security system. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, we'll see. Well, there hasn't been any news. I mean, any big news with regard to this investigation ever since the news broke that she is being investigated. So maybe they'll just somehow cover it up, hush it up, but we'll see. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, if I jaywalk, I'd be in jail. You know, they're I mean, in jail for jaywalking. Oh well, yeah. I mean, if you're a uh, illegal U.S. citizen, you get free everything. But if you're a U.S. citizen and you walk across the street incorrectly, not at the crosswalk, you get thrown in jail. Yeah. I hate about that, but it's just about the same thing. So no, double, sta- double standards are healthy. Didn't you know that? They're good for you. Well, we have double standards in my house. You know, my wife gets to do anything she wants and I'm limited by her. (laughs) And it's good for you, see? And yes, dear, are the two words that have kept me married (laughs) 37 years. Yes, dear. Even if I don't understand what that poor woman said, yes, dear, gets me by. Smart. Smart. That's how you you build a stress-free or low-stress life. Yeah, and stress kills, so it's good to have as yeah. little of it as possible. Yeah, you've been on uh, in the, the video, and she comes in and sticks her head in and waves and everything. But she's a really I'll, sweet lady. I don't know what you want from her. Oh, to the public, <laughs> aren't we all? Oh, oh no, absolutely. Maybe that's where Ursula gets it. Hmm? She's really sweet to the public. 
She is not sweet at all. I mean, you can see the fascist in her. It's in her eyes. So what makes people that way? I mean, do you think it's power? Probably. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, you know, words of wisdom saying that power corrupts. It probably does. I've never been in a position of power, so I can't speak from experience. But it's either that or, or somebody's telling her what to do. I mean, she's not acting on her own. That's that's obvious. She's not that powerful. Right. Uh, there are people behind the scenes. I don't know who these people are, but there always are. I mean, the faces right. you see are not the faces actually making the important decisions. They are just the figureheads. Wow. But, uh, uh, I don't know. All right. So what do you see coming around for this next week in energy? Uh, it will be probably OPEC. You know, they're meeting on Sunday to decide on future production. Okay. We don't know if they will cut additionally or not cut additionally. And I just saw somewhere that the United Arab Emirates actually want to produce more. I don't know. It's it's all kind of boring already because every month there's an OPEC meeting, OPEC Plus meeting. And yeah, they sure surprised everyone in April when they said they'll be cutting more. But oil prices didn't go much higher and they didn't go higher for a right. long time. Uh, you know, and then there was this uh, debt ceiling deal in in your own capital. And I, I just saw the funniest headline uh, how uh, this bill helped the U.S. avoid the first ever default. Yeah, but it's been like this every single year over at least the last five years. It's negotiations and negotiations and fears of a default until the last few days when they clinch a deal. I mean, seriously, this this TV show is not interesting, just no. like the OPEC TV show. It's, it's all a bit boring, but people continue to get excited about it. They read news about it. Once yeah. aware all prices will be tomorrow, nobody knows. You know what the difference between Republicans and Democrats in the U.S. is? There one? There's no difference. We have oh, one... Yeah. We have a one political party. They're all hacks. I I just don't like politicians. And yeah. they say we've we owe thirty-four trillion dollars. And you're going to owe more over the next two years. It's just disturbing. Yeah. Um, we need to cut a lot of social programs because the only way that we can continue doing this is to go bankrupt and then try to claw our way out. Who's going to buy the dollar, especially with bricks coming around the corner? Yeah, yeah. Are you seeing all of the oil traders going away like uh, the all the deals that just happened with Iraq, uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia is just nuts. I mean, the oil is actually being traded outside of the U.S. petrodollar. And, you know, there's a ton of it going away. Yeah, well, it's. It's all the sanctions. We've talked about it before. I've written about it abundantly. Again, you you overuse something that you like using and you get blowback. Sanctions don't work. And when you weaponize the dollar, people will go away from it. And you can't I, continue weaponizing it forever. That's that's the, the thing. That's what politicians in the last couple of administrations or even Obama 
uh, have apparently failed to realize. I mean, I was surprised to hear that Bill Clinton, once upon a time in the 90s, actually warned future administrations about that. He said that sanctions should not be overused because they'll lose their effectiveness, which is what we're witnessing today. Yeah, and there's a boomerang effect. Right. Which I mean, for the US, I find it amusing, personally. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, because oh. I, I don't follow any one uh, global bloc, you know me. But it's bad news for the US and the Western bloc. Totally, uh, you should have seen it coming. Oh, I know. I didn't vote for Bill Clinton, and uh, but he was a lot better than what we got now. <laughs> it's always like this. You can only realize uh, how not bad someone was in hindsight. Oh, yeah. At the time, I think, oh, this is the worst. It's like the books I translate. Uh, when I get a, a book I find boring and badly written, oh, this is the worst. Three books later... That wasn't so bad, actually. That was pretty decent. Wow. Which tells you how popular young adult literature is progressing. That's funny. I want to give your shout out to the Energy Transition, the weekly conversation. That is going ballistic and going off just nuts around the world. Your YouTube channel is going up. Uh, You have Armando uh, Cavagna. Cavania, thank you. I got to have my uh, Brazil accent on there. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's cool, dude. And then you have David Blackman, who's even a uh, cool dude, and he's got the energy question. And then you have Tammy uh, Nemeth, yeah. and she is in uh, Europe. She's cool. And then she's you, really cool and really smart. Uh, incredibly cool. The four of you on those, but I love it when I can jump onto your live and pick on you guys. You LinkedIn user, you. <laughs> I don't know why that comes out that way, but you know, it, it, it's, fun. it's funny. And when uh, I start picking on you guys, David will go, that's Stu again. <laughs> no, we, we, we recognized you the moment you say morning. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I re- we will have those links in the show notes, Irina, because that is a fabulous okay. weekly podcast. So thank you so much for stopping by. It was my pleasure, as always. 